Welcome to The Blaze. This is episode 109. I'm your host, Alejandro Veda. Thank you for pushing play. What another great week. You know, these weeks have been going by really fast. You know, week by week, we've been seeing a lot of improvements, especially seeing how uh, we've been utilizing this podcast to really uh, to show out and recognize a lot of people throughout the uh, Central Valley and I want to re- just remind you guys, you, you guys could really uh, depend on this podcast week after week. We have not missed a week for 109 weeks. I mean, I got to tell you guys, that's been a, a strong point for this podcast. We really uh, we really get this podcast done on time, and I, I, I owe it all to you guys because of the support that you guys show me each week. It really makes me want to try a little bit harder for you guys. Uh, but we are, like I said, we're slowly making our way through these po- these podcast episodes, and I, I just I just want you guys to just keep supporting each week, you know, each week after each week we've had a great week. Uh, I'm not too much on the num- I'm a, not a numbers guy, but one thing that I do uh, wanted I, I really wanted to implement this month uh, just was um, try to include everybody into this podcast you know uh, it's hard to do throughout the month especially when I know uh, what I like not necessarily everybody else does uh, but that's why I try to get some feedback from you guys Uh, make sure you guys try to call the podcast Uh, make sure you guys are listening in and make sure you guys are are definitely uh, you know giving the, the feedback that's needed uh, definitely want to hear back from you guys, uh, but we did have a great week. You know, the the weather has been changing. My allergies have been going crazy with this wind that has been blowing all week. Uh, it hasn't made up its mind yet if it's it's going into uh, into spring. But one thing I know is we definitely need the rain right now. Uh, but seeing how the how the weather is changing, I'm 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 almost ready to start swimming. Uh, because this is definitely my favorite season, you know, the season where you can wear some shorts and you wear a long sleeve shirt, uh, really, really nice and and it, it's not like warm weather, but it's not cold weather, you know, it's not like you're gonna be freezing outside. Uh, but stay active, you know. Right now is the best time to be outside, uh, especially before it starts getting scorching hot. I know for me, I purchased uh, some new shoes. Going to be utilizing those shoes hopefully soon. Um, I I got to just find the time, uh, especially with the time change right now. I'm going to be able to find a lot more time to to exercise. I know that's one thing that I know I've been talking about. Um, but I also wanted to start playing basketball. Um, and even though, like, I haven't played for a while... You know, I, I want to get back out there and just at least every day, shoot 100 jump shots, you know, until I get my jumper back. It, it's been real sad that I haven't really, you know, been out there to play. It's been about almost two years since I've actually touched the ball and actually shot a basketball. Uh, but seeing how, you know, the NCAA tournaments are going right now, it's really making me uh, want to go back out there and play. Um but I, I feel like the worst mistake that I made was actually stop playing. Um, it's my own laziness. It's my own doing. Uh, I often just feel like I have no time. And, and literally, I do have time. 
I just I just have to make the time, you know. Um, but we also uh, were able to get back, you know, get our housework done, especially after all that wind throughout the weekend. Um, we have a huge redwood tree outside, and it just disperses its its needles everywhere. So we we literally have to rake and we have to like pick constantly pick it up uh, the leaves because of of, of the uh, weather the way it's been. So hopefully you know we're gonna see some some <laughs> at some point the the weather change. Uh, but definitely I I went out there to go, ha- I had to chop my grass. It it jumped up about a foot. I, I mean within that week since it rained, you know, and then it starts getting nice and warm you know it's 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 that that temperature where even my even my garden has took it off so hopefully in the next couple of weeks we're going to be starting some new uh crops i want to start some cucumbers we want to start pickling some cucumbers uh, i know i want to start growing a lot of different wildflowers uh, my backyard needs a lot of color it has green already we just need like different color uh flowers in the backyard um, but we're also hoping to cut down that that big redwood tree this year you know like I said after those rainstorms you know we it has worried um, especially when it comes to my neighbor's yard I mean that that redwood tree has to be about four stories tall so definitely that that's on my mind especially when I see that 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 rain and and, and that wind. But hopefully we get that done before the summer uh, comes. But we're definitely getting ready for Easter right now. Uh, just got word that we're all going to be able to uh, celebrate the holiday together, you know, as a family. You know, it's been a minute since the last time I remember the whole family get together for Easter. Uh, this is going to be awesome. I, I'm so excited for this. Uh, I definitely miss my family. I miss my mom and dad. I miss my sister her family, uh, you know, I do have my brother and his boys here uh, in Fresno, but it, it's hard, you know, really get together uh, these days. Uh, but that's something that I'm definitely looking forward to and hoping to share with you guys in the upcoming weeks. Uh, but we are still celebrating Women's Month on the podcast, and this week I really wanted to su- support one of our favorite uh, women businesses. Uh, and this week, we're able to hit up Mediterranean Grill and Cafe. Uh, we've been supporting this business since our first time uh, celebrating Women's Month, the first year of the podcast. Uh, but you can find this restaurant in downtown Fresno. Uh, they're known for their kebabs and other flavorful uh, Mediterranean dishes. They have been in business for over 26 years. And all of the recipes and ingredients are watched under the eye of Mama. She's the one who ensures quality and freshness. Uh, And because of COVID-19 protocol, I really suggest you guys supporting this business. Uh, Try ordering to go. It's still a a, a really busy place. Uh, But I ended up uh, ordering to go. I ended up ordering the lunch entree, kafta lulu kebab. It's a pre-made kebab that they actually put in, like, I would have to say uh, a French roll. 
and then they uh, dumped all this garlic sauce on top. Uh, they served it on a on a pile of uh, rice with veggies on the side. And I gotta tell you, this is probably one of my favorite uh, dishes from them. Um, I usually go with their Lebanese chicken and rice, uh, which is their, I, I think this is their most sought after uh, dish, um, which is what my wife ordered. Uh, and they serve that with, also with their garlic sauce. Uh, but if you haven't uh, had grape leaves before, make sure you also uh, try their grape leaves. And of course you have to or, order the baklava that they have. Uh, but everything that we've tried so far there is delicious. Uh, Going to continue to uh, support them uh, throughout the year. I, I don't think this is a business that I could only support one uh, time a month. I think maybe uh, once, I mean, one time a year. Uh, this is a place that I definitely want to support once, you know, at least once a month. Um, but if you have not heard of Mediterranean Grill Cafe, it's on 1031 U Street, Fresno, California, uh, 93721. And while we're still uh, celebrating Women's Month, let's uh, go with, let's continue with this month's uh, theme. You know, we had some time to listen to a lot of new music. Uh, this week, I wanted to review a new female artist. Uh, she's been making a lot of noise, uh, a lot of noise since her introduction in 2016 when she went viral for a video posted after the United States presidential election. She later gained more fame uh, for her ego challenge, hashtag ego challenge, which used Beyonce's song to promote body acceptance and self-love. Uh, she also released a Pride-themed remix of Ed Sheeran's Shape of You and also uh, later recorded an independent uh, poetry EP called Full Bloom. Uh, she goes by the name Chica, um, and ever since she's been making freestyles about social issues and also about political issues, uh, she later released her first project called Industry Games in 2020. Uh, she was then named 2020 Double XL Freshman uh, Class and was also named, nominated for Best New Artist at the Grammys. Uh, she has she won a NAACP Image Award for Outstanding New Artist. And then she also uh, released her newest project, Once Upon a Time, uh, which is how I was introduced to uh, this one-of-a-kind artist. Uh, Chica's style is very unique. She has it all, I really feel. Uh, has a very nice singing uh, voice. Her style is really... Uh, it, it's not too... too uh, flashy you know she has a, a lot of uh, a lot of the regular type of uh, person uh, traits uh, just by seeing her you would think she's a star and, and honestly I think she's more than a star I think she's she's actually a role model and should be treated as uh, and my first impression of her was really questionable uh, but once I gave her a chance, you know, and I hopefully you guys give her a chance, you will see uh, that she has a lot of great content. Uh, but my, my favorite uh, songs off Once Upon a Time, her newest uh, album, um, she talks about love and unity and peace. Uh, but my favorite songs off her newest project, 
is called Fairy Tales featuring BJ and the Chicago Kid, uh, Cinderella Part 1 and Part 2, and uh, FWB. So if you guys have a chance, make sure you check out Chica. Uh, she's on Spotify. I know she's done uh, some acting. Uh, she's everywhere right now. Uh, so make sure you guys are supporting, you know, all your female uh, role models. Make sure you support all your female artists. Uh, this is not the only time we should be celebrating them. We should be recognizing them at all times. But I definitely want to make sure uh, we do this uh, in the month of March. Uh, and, for the, and for the movie of the week, it is definitely a, a classic and if you have not seen this movie, I, I you guys got to get up and get out and get some if you if you haven't seen A League of Their Own. And A League of Their Own is basically about women's baseball. And uh, at at the time, you know, in I guess the olden days. I I don't want to say it's it's the olden days, but. Back in the you know in the in the day they would uh have women league of uh, actual professional league baseball and this was actually during the time of the war you know so they would actually uh they would actually go to these games they would actually uh pay to watch women's baseball and I'm not saying that's a a, a bad thing but but that was something that they they uh, inter integrated during the World War II uh, era. And it, it's kind of uh, crazy to think that they don't have a professional women's baseball right now. Uh, when I think of it, it's only softball. And when I think of softball, uh, I don't even know if they have a softball um, Olympic team. So to me, it's like, you know, th this is something that they may want to bring back. Uh, but it's basically about uh, two two women that sign contracts to go play baseball while their uh, husbands are, you know, out fighting the war. They end up um, being good competitors. Uh, and they're actually sisters. And then at the end of the uh, movie, they end up having to face off against each other. But this is a great story of how women, uh, you know, are breaking the barriers, how they continue to uh, really, really uh, set uh, their own boundaries and, 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 and let people know uh, that they're running things with their own rules and that, you know, uh, even though that this, people think this is a men's sport, women were actually at one time uh, just as good as the men, you know, just as... Uh, entertaining as the men, and, and this is something that I feel like is missing in our in our uh, society now, and and we really need to maybe develop something uh, in this essence of league of their own uh, to try to you know push push the boundaries, make sure we're moving in the right direction, and also uh, I think women women's sports is just are just as exciting as men's sports. Um, whoever tells <laughs> the fib that women can't play sports is is definitely on the wrong edge of the sword with me. But uh, make sure you guys are, are checking out uh, all the music that I've listed throughout the month of March. Uh, make sure you check out this movie, A League of Their Own. 
uh, it's definitely a classic, and it and it has Tom Hanks in it. So, it's a great movie. It's a great movie to really watch with the family. So, hopefully, you guys are still uh, celebrating Women's Month throughout March. But now, I'd like to talk about some of our local issues right now. And the biggest issue that we've been facing uh, is Fresno's homicide rate, which compares to uh, other California cities. You know, we've uh, seen throughout the uh, 2020 uh, year last year that we thought it was going to be one of the highest uh, homicide rate rated years, uh, but now we're seeing in 2021 we're just on the same track. There, there already been uh, 2020 or 22 people killed in the city of Fresno since the start of 2021. Um, and I think what people really need to understand that this is the side effects of what a pandemic can do. Uh, we're now seeing uh, the mentally uh, hurt, the people that are really struggling to try to get by. Um, it just makes us a perfect storm of conditions to, to make people have to uh, commit you know, these kinds of atrocities. And this is what's scary about uh, where we live right now is the Central Valley is a huge plethora of uh, homelessness from coming from the north and the south. Uh, we're right in the middle, and I, I just feel like, you know, violence is just one of those uh, components to a pandemic, you know. And, and also just the, the civil unrest that we've seen uh, throughout this whole political uh, campaign for the uh, 2020 election. But, you know, the things that stand out to me the most is that uh, Fresno is uh, rated the highest uh, in homicides per capita in California's, you know, compared to uh, California's other biggest cities. Um, you know, and that it, it's almost... Uh, the fifth, I think the fifth largest uh, um, city with San Jose being number four, Sacramento being number three, San Francisco being number two, and uh, LA being number one. Um, but we also have all those cities that are sp spread apart around our state, making Fresno uh, that center point, you know, so we, we're getting people that we've never had before coming from the north, going down south, and we're also getting the people that are going down south, going up north, you know, and, and these are people that, you know, are, are, are not uh, people that are staying here. These are people that are transient people that are just making their ways up, up, up north or down south. Um, and we've seen that Throughout the years, you know, uh, especially with uh, Jerry Dyer's, um, when he was Fresno Police uh, Department, uh, the head of the police department, uh, he said that he hasn't seen such a surge of uh, violence or or, or uh, crime in in, our, in a city in in Fresno, and he in some cases actually doubled in the last two years, you know. Uh, he, he thinks that he could combat uh, this issue uh, with having more uh, people on the ground, uh, having more cops uh, patrolling. Um, 
But I think that that also has a, a negative side to it as well. Um, but that means, you know, they're, they're going to have to hire a lot of new people. Uh, that influx is going to come really quick. So how are they going to vet all those officers? Um, you know, it's just, it, to me, there's a lot of things that could go wrong if you're uh, going to be placing people on the streets, um, especially with people that are have civil unrest right now. People are, people are really anxious. People are really uh, afraid. Uh, there's a lot of fear going on. Uh, and I think that just, that just makes it even worse for people right now. You know, it, it, to, to even think about a pandemic that has lasted a year and who knows how long it's going to last. And seeing how we've, se we've seen the political climate that we've seen and seeing how even racial tensions have kind of crossed the line um, with, within the last few weeks with the, with the uh, killing of the, the, the Asian ladies in the, uh, in the church in Atlanta. And then, you know, the shootings in uh, Boulder Springs, Denver, and then uh, I, I've been hearing of another another incident uh, here in Fresno, and it just it, it's getting it's getting really scary out there, and and to really put it into uh, into terms to live with to to really get by with, uh, it's really hard to know that you know I live in a city that is filled with hate, with filled with with evilness, you know, and, and this is something that we have to talk about. This is something that each of us have to really tear apart this issue and try to fix it. Um, definitely, I don't think adding more officers to the problem uh, is going to be beneficial. Uh, they're looking to bring at least 400 new officers within the next few years. And I, I just feel like, you know, it's really controversial the, the way that they recruit these guys, the way that they are going to be implementing these guys into the force, you know, especially when they're dealing with murderers or the homeless or just even if it was just the old person, you know, like how are, how would they treat that old person? I, I don't know. You know, this is this is the things that we have to really talk about. And make sure that we're uh, communi communicating with our community leaders because uh, this is our safety that we have to really be accounting for. And I feel like sometimes uh, they, they try to uh, make a solution with a Band-Aid. And instead of uh, av actually taking some kind of common sense and, and really imp improving, you know, um, Good health, you know, good health, self health, um, things that 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 maybe alternative ways of caring for people instead of just trying to get people a job or off the street. Maybe you start caring about how they feel, how, how other ways you can help them. You know, it, it, there, there's other ways that people can be helped, and I think just by implementing more people to patrol the streets. 
is just going to backfire in our in our faces. Our this faces. week, as always, we want to celebrate, and we also want to recognize our local artists. And uh, by doing that, there's an awesome, awesome event that I really wanted to talk about. Uh, the Red Carpet event. It's a Central Valley 559 Music Awards. It's presented by Chasing Dreams, Landmine CBC, and Uncut Records. Um, this is a great, great uh, thing for the Central Valley. Um, you know, uh, as we all know, we have a great array of music here in, in Fresno uh, when it comes from rap all the way to gospel or Christian music, um, country music, pop music, rock music, soul music, you name it. We have everything in, in this melting pot of Fresno, California. Uh, but this is a great way to get these artists recognized. Um, they're going to have different award categories for each genre. Um and then their general awards will be Artist of the Year, New Artist of the Year, Best Collab of the Year, Best Music Video, Best Single, Best Album, Best Male Slash Female, and Best in Your Town. Um, then they'll also have, you know, Best Group, Best Duo, Best Male, uh, Songwriter, People's Choice, Best Single, Best uh, Male, Best Band, Best Solo Artist, and then Best Banda. Um, and then they'll also be giving away uh, humanitarian awards, you know, which is uh, Artist of the Year of Excellence, Hottest Music Producer, Best Lyricist, and uh, Lifetime Achievement. I mean, this is a great way uh, to really see what Fresno has to offer. Um, I'm really anxious to see exactly uh, who are going to get these uh, awards and definitely want to see if some of uh, you know the podcast favorites, uh, the ones that have been on this podcast, will be winning any of the five five nine music awards. Um, and you know we've had so many different uh, artists reviewed on this podcast. Uh, so make sure you guys, if if anything, go back, listen to some of the the podcasts, and, and listen to uh, some of the local stuff that I've really been. Uh, trying to really uh, push and, and give you guys a little edge <clears throat> compared to the rest of the world. Because I feel like Fresno has uh, some great uh, potential. That, uh, we just really have to support it, and we all also have to gravitate towards it. Um, you could find basically someone that sounds like your your favorite rapper here in Fresno, um, and and that's not to say it's a bad thing, but it's to say that we have a lot of musicians, we have a lot of artists here, and, and uh, to be able to to keep it local, to be able to keep it uh, a great uh, at a great scene, we really need to support these guys. We need to support these movements because right now, uh, especially during this pandemic, we're not seeing uh, as much movement as as usual. You know, we would be seeing shows uh, coming. Uh, around this time of year, uh, especially this time of year, you know, this is the, this is the time of the year where I feel like uh, it transitions to summer, then you get the fall, which transitions to, to winter. So this is a great thing. I'm glad that uh, they're doing the Central Valley 559 Music Awards. 
I just hope that they're going to be giving it to some of the artists that I think do deserve it. The ones that I know that have been making uh, some cutting edge moves that have been really doing it since the beginning. And I know uh, it's not going to be everything that I want it to be. Uh, but I, I definitely think uh, it needs to really showcase a lot of uh, the array that we have here in in our in our, uh, in our cesspool of uh, musicians and uh, artists. Uh, I'm just I'm just glad that finally we're gonna get an award show that's gonna recognize these people uh, for what they've done uh, throughout the year. It's definitely a hard thing to really uh, be. In, I, I feel like be a a, a musician, especially in this day and age where people think it's just so automatic and it's just, you're, you're just automated to make music. It, like there's so much to it. It's an expensive hobby. It's an expensive uh, profession. And I just, I, I'm just glad that there's something out there uh, to recognize uh, those who have been really uh, putting in the work. Let's start off with our Fresno State women's basketball team who was invited to the NIT tournament after losing in the Mountain West tournament to Wyoming. Uh, they ended up uh, beating uh, Missouri in the first round of the NIT tournament, 78-75. to 75. Uh, What a great game it was uh, for the Bulldogs. Uh, but then they ended up uh, playing this, their second game versus Rice and uh, getting defeated 87-73. to 73. Uh, It was an amazing season for the Fresno State Bulldogs, I think, uh, next year. Hopefully they they could implement a little bit more of a of a scoring um, underclassmen. Uh, maybe we could get some 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 true freshmen that are capable of scoring the ball. I know uh, the Cavender twins are amazing. They're they're super, supreme players. Hopefully they come back next year. Hopefully we could get them uh, going back. Um, I feel like if they. Uh, if they bring the Cavender twins back for the junior year and they can get some uh, some of these uh, younger underclassmen to, to really score the ball, I think we could really make a push uh, for next year. Uh, but like I said, the, the Cavender twins uh, definitely play at a high level, both scoring over 20 points uh, that last game versus the Rice. Um, but... It's going to take more than just scoring. You know, it's going to take defense. It's going to be, be uh, taking uh, who's going to be taking those last-minute shots, who's going to really be stepping up in the game. I know uh, there's been uh, plenty of instances throughout the season that we've seen uh, some of these younger players step up. Uh, but we we really definitely need to, to get uh, – some more underclassmen that are able to score the ball and also play uh, defense at a high level uh, like we know that uh, Fresno State, uh, the women know how to play. So make sure you guys are supporting all your local teams right now, uh, even though that the NIT tournament is still going and the Fresno State uh, has lost. Now let's talk about our Diamond Dogs, our Fresno State uh, Bulldog baseball team. Uh, They ended up playing Nevada last week. Uh, they ended up losing their first game six to seven. Uh, they, but they ended up playing a doubleheader that game, and ended up losing uh, ten to twenty. Then the second game, and then the third game, uh, they ended up playing on last Sunday, eight to three. 
uh, and then the dogs ended up uh, playing Pacific d- uh, during the week and beating them five to four. Uh, the Bulldogs will be taking uh, the weekend off and actually be playing uh, next weekend uh, versus uh, UNLV on the road. Uh, they'll be playing April 2nd, and there'll be a doubleheader on that day, and then they'll uh, finish up their uh, Mountain West uh, uh, Mount West Conference uh, series with UNLV on April 3rd. And then they'll be taking uh, the field against Pacific on April 7th. Uh, now let's talk about our Fresno State softball team, who was 15-6. They were actually on the winning end this week, uh, facing off against uh, Mountain West rival uh, San Jose State. They ended up beating uh, San Jose State the first game 9-0, and then actually being uh, San Jose in the doubleheader, four to zero, and then in their third matchup, uh, they ended up beating San Jose State four to one. Uh, this week, the dogs will be taking on uh, taking on uh, on the road Utah, Utah State on March twenty seventh in the doubleheader, and then March twenty eighth. So make sure you guys are supporting all your local teams. Thank you guys for supporting the podcast, and as always, make sure you guys are supporting all your local businesses all your local artists, and all your local podcasts. I'm Alejandro Oveda signing off episode 109.